1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From BetQL. On the BetQL
2: Network, Joe Joe G, and Hawks are with you. On... We're going to talk to Matt from WEEI in just a couple of minutes here on the Kentucky Derby. Maybe we'll even ask him about his Red Sox, who continue to struggle in the American League. Don't forget the pro basketball playoffs are here, and PropSwap is where real sports betters find the best odds to turn hardwood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams now and then sell your bet whenever you want. And the best part, it's all from your phone. You never even need such ticket. We all make sports bets to make money, and many prop swappers make thousands of dollars in just one month, just from buying and selling bets. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Uh, as we uh, we look forward to talking to Mutt here about the about the um, Kentucky Derby. He's with us now on the Roman guest line, Mutt W E E I in Boston. You can hear him evenings, and you can hear him on the BetQL Network Saturdays. Um, with uh, a new show he's doing with a guy I know very well, Jack Fritz, in Philadelphia. Mutt, how you doing today?
0: Guys, doing great. Jack Fritz is a Philadelphia fanatic. He loves same game parlays. He doesn't hit many, but he loves same game parlays. <laughs> but uh, we're having fun on Becky Well weekend. And uh, yeah, it's nice to dive into the Derby stuff so I can avoid the uh, embarrassing Red Sox starts of the season. Uh,
2: we're going to bring that up, Mutt. Don't. don't- Let's start with the Derby stuff. And um, before we get into the individual horses and and the Baffert situation, because I know there's a couple of horses there without him, you're, you're just overall thoughts on the field. It's strong field compared to other years. Th- this field of horses we're going to see on Saturday, how, how do you view it?
0: Joe, it's a great question. Uh, and I think it's a really, really good Derby field. That's why you know Saturday should be a really good race because it's competitive. There's not just one horse that stands out that feels like it's going to be a big-time favorite. It's going to go wire to wire and win. There are a bunch of legitimate win candidates uh, from across the country, from California, from Kentucky, from Florida. Uh, it is a really good field this year. And there's been some bad derby fields uh, over the years. But think that's what people are excited about for, as far as betting the race because there are legitimate contenders. And there's real talent here. Like I could imagine these horses meeting up throughout the Triple Crown and at the end of the year in the Breeders' Cup. And us looking back and saying, this is one of the best three-year-old crops we've had in the last decade or so.
1: Let's start with the ones that we're going to cross off. Donago gets the inside ten to one on the morning line at, and the one post position. And if you look at the history of the Derby, seventeen to twenty, it's rare when your winner comes from there. Are you uh, crossing off the inside and outside?
0: Uh, not only you have to sort of worry about the inside post. I mean, the, the positions one through three, one, two, and three are one for hundred and two, going back to nineteen eighty six. Uh, real quiet one from the three post position in 1998. Uh, I, I, would, I'm crossing off Mo Donegal, uh, in the one hole for the, the win spot. I don't think he can win, but he's a closer, Joe. And I, I think he might get a setup to, to be at the bottom of exact or trifecta tickets, super effective tickets. They have a high five bet where can bet all five in a row. I can't bet. I can't hit two in a row. So I'm getting all <laughs> five in a row is tough for me. Uh, but I would use him underneath for sure. He's a closer. There's some speed in this race, but on top. I'm with you I, I cannot bet this horse to win based on the post position but he could hit the board
1: but but Mutt, how about the he... outside 17, 17 through 20 are those are those out for you or, or do you think there's a chance i mean there tawny port was impressive with one of the preps
0: uh 17 17 through 20 for me i i will have no interest in those horses on the win end especially 17 classic causeway i can't believe this horse is running in the race guys he's in, in his florida derby prep for this race he was a runoff speed who finished dead last uh, against some of these horses here. He, You know him early. You know, if you if you bet Classic Causeway around that first turn at Churchill Downs, you're going to get a little buzz, get excited. But I think he's a candidate to finish dead last in this race. And as far as the horse on the outside, Fort's uh, best race came on a synthetic racetrack. This is on dirt. Uh, Zozo's only his fourth race of the year. Uh, and I think he'll eventually be good, but I, I don't want horses with that little experience uh, in their career. And Ethereal Road for Dwayne Lucas got in late, and it's just too too slow on speed figures. So I wouldn't cross them out because of the post position there, Joe. But as far as the talent of those four outside horses, they would not be for me on the win end. Mudd,
1: well, can you tell me a little strategy and how you bet the Derby? I'm also curious, just in general, trends-wise, how the favorites usually do.
0: Uh, it's a great question. Now, this this has changed, Darren, in, since 2013. The process to qualify for the Derby used to be Basically, how much money you made in in important races for two and three year olds, and what that did was that that brought sprinting horses that weren't bred to go a mile and a quarter. They you know they're six seven furlong horses. It qualified them for the Derby, and so you had absolute chaos. You had a lot of speed horses that shouldn't be running that far, and it set it up for the closers. Since 2013, with this new point system, favorites have won six of the last nine Derbys, and in those nine races, they run uh, six. Uh, they won first six times. And then a second third and fourth so the favorite has never been outside the top four since they mm. went to the new point system and i think people need to be aware of that the, the chaos and we, we all want big prices and we all want to make a million dollars in the derby the reality is the new system favors horses with speed and favors horses that are getting bet on the day especially on the win end so favorites do well in this new setup for the derby as far as my approach to it it's sort of like super bowl for for all of us that bet football right we're going to bet it because of the super bowl but it's not going to make or break our year uh and so i have opinions on the race and i think the horse that i'm going to key on to win uh that horse is the number three horse epicenter uh he's seven and two on the morning line he's the second choice uh he's a fast horse he ran a great prep race and one thing i i like about this horse setting to saturday he was a speed horse for most of his career in the last race they they held him off the pace he showed a different running style and that is the sign of talent in a three-year-old horse. And I think this running style will suit him fine in this race. I expect him to be fourth or fifth heading into the first turn and get sort of a perfect inside trip. And so my betting strategy is going to be keying my day around epicenter, uh, running first, second, or third, other horses I like. And if that happens, then, then hopefully we're Dickens Dickinson better.
2: We're talking to Mutt, W.E. and also part of the Beck UL Network about the Kentucky Derby, which will be run on Saturday. Mutt, if you had to pick a long shot, that could make some noise here. Who would it be? Charge it is one I was looking at that I think is interesting. I think 20 to one or the latest odds that I saw on charge it. Uh, going to be what? The uh, eight post here, charge it. What, what's your pick? Uh, give us a, a horse or two down the board that you you at least think is intriguing here.
0: Well, charge is one of the two at 20 to one or better that, I, that I'm going to be interested in using uh, for sure. And you mentioned it uh, coming out of the Florida Derby. He's a young horse. I, I think it's one of these horses that would not surprise me if you know, he runs an okay race here, but then he's even better in the Belmont. Todd Pletcher does a great job. Todd Fletcher is trainer at getting horses ready for the final leg of the Triple Crown. This is only his third start of his career. All three have happened this year. He has really, really good talent, and I- I'm going to use him underneath for sure at 20 to 1. The other one who is 20 to 1, I think you get every bit of that, is the number 12, 13 horse, excuse me, Simplification, who ran in the Florida Derby against a bunch of these last time out. And he just was part of a pace that collapsed. And I mentioned Classic Causeway. He was battling Classic Causeway early in the Florida Derby. Uh, Classic Causeway ran dead last. Simplification held on for third. And I think he got a, a bad uh, setup in that race. He'll get a much better setup in this one. Jose Ortiz, one of the best jockeys in the country. And so at 20-to-1, Simplification is actually the horse that I uh, picked second in this race. The most interesting horse is a horse named Taba on the outside and he's going to get a lot of buzz I know my buddy Matt Bernier from NBC Sports Edge he likes this horse this horse is making the third start of his career he had no starts as a two-year-old uh, if he wins guys I lose if, if Taba is able to find a way to win this race I just can't imagine a horse with that little seasoning the number 12 horse for Timmy team and Mike Smith the veteran jockey that's a horse that I'm against in this one in fact both California horses Messier named after Mark Messier uh, and Taba are two horses that if they're in the top uh you know finishers in the race i will not be cashing on saturday
1: oh okay cuz i've no buzz in recent weeks about messier as well uh, a lot of people on that pick how about 15 16 let's let's go over there with the post positions white abario and cyberknife any interest of abario 10 to 1 cyberknife 20
0: of the two uh joe i prefer white abario uh he's making his third start of the year he's run as fast as these horses have and he's he is sort of lost in the shuffle for a horse that just won a major prep for the Derby, uh, the Florida Derby. If I'm going to like simplification out of that race, I'm going to like charge it out of that race. I, I better like the winner out of that race. He's fast enough. He'll get a good setup. And wh- what helps on a day like this, you mentioned, uh, or jo- Joe mentioned at the beginning, Bob Baffert. That's a trainer everybody knows. Saffy <laughs> Joseph, the trainer of, of White Abario, like, how, I would say, what, 5%, 10% of the people betting the race on Saturday, by the way, we're betting the race for fun on that day. People aren't betting all year. They've never heard of that trainer. That helps the price on that day. I like Water Barrio He's going to be every bit of 10 to 1. And Cyberknife, uh, a horse that's named after the tool they use to, to treat prostate cancer, which is kind of interesting. Uh, he is a, another talented horse that I, I think he's on my tickets for bottom. He's not on my cross-off list. He is on the bottom of uh, Exactas, Trifectas, and Superfectas. He's got the speed, again. Uh, The seasoning for him could be an issue, but he's got a trainer in Brad Cox who won this race a year ago uh, after the DQ of Medina Spirit, and I'm going to use both those horses underneath for sure. They're both fast enough. They both are going to be a good price on Saturday.
1: Cyber Knife sounds terrifying. I might just bet on it just after (laughs) you explained that. Wow. I'm curious, since this is your bread and butter, this is what you live for. How many bets do you usually have on the Derby, or how many will you have this year?
0: Uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's few, it's like, it's like <laughs> football, right? There's future bets. Like I, I have future wagers on a bunch of these horses that you can make throughout the course of the year. Uh, I'll have to bet, you know, my horse to win. I uh, will have some doubles from the, the Oaks into the Derby. Like it's, it's like, it's like ask how many prop bets you have in the Super Bowl, right? Aaron, I'm going to have, yeah. I'm going to have a lot. They will not, they will not all be for, uh, you know, uh, huge amounts of money, but I will have plenty of action, you know, through this race tied into the number three horse. Uh, epicenter. But it's like, it's like his fir- first touchdown of the Super Bowl, you know, the, the, the anthem of the Super Bowl. It's sort of, it's sort of like that in terms of the different ways you can bet through a 20 horse field of three-year-olds going a mile and a quarter.
2: So what is, um what is your Kentucky Derby uh, Saturday-like. Do, do you do you go somewhere to watch it? Are you at, at a casino? Where, where are you? How, how do you consume it? Because you love this. So, uh, obviously, Super Bowl's a big thing, but for some people, the Kentucky Derby, the beginning of the horse racing season in earnest, the big ones, it's a big one. H- how does Mutt watch the uh, Kentucky Derby?
0: Uh, Joe, I am very lucky that the fine folks of Ohegan Sun have somehow decided that I, I'm allowed to Handicap the races uh, in their FanDuel sportsbook. So they just opened it up. Connecticut just legalized sports betting here in the last year. Here in Massachusetts, God forbid, they legalize sports betting, but in <laughs> Connecticut it is legal. They have a brand new FanDuel sportsbook. I'll be there with uh, Anthony Sebeel from the New York Racing Association, and I will be, I will be telling people from from twelve thirty on what horses I like, so they can just take my picks, they can toss them, and they can go find some winners. But I'll be very lucky to be hanging out at Mohegan Sun. Uh, hopefully cashing tickets with uh, the fine folks that uh, in Connecticut. We
1: we got the uh, horses you like in the Derby. But what about the Oaks Derby double? Which ones will you be using for tomorrow in the Oaks?
0: Uh, so there's a horse I like in the Oaks tomorrow that literally nobody's talking about. The number three horse hidden connection is 20 to one on the morning line. And I think she has a legitimate shot to win. She's only making her third start of the year. She won a race at Churchill Downs where obviously this race will be take place on Friday. Uh, she, she just missed Echo Zulu, who was the two-year-old champion last year. She was only making her second start. She's going to make her third start this year. She's run well on a wet track, and people should know tomorrow uh, in Louisville, they're expecting between an inch and a half and two inches of rain. It shouldn't affect the races on Saturday because the track drains so well, but tomorrow is going to be an off track, and she's in, in her pedigree. Uh, she's got horses that have won on a wet track before her dam. Uh, or her sire won on a wet track. They've gone a mile in an eighth before, and so it's uh, 20 to one. I think hidden connection. No one is talking about. And I think it's going to be right there at the end. And that's my that's my big long shot. I'm going to try to key off of her into uh, epicenter and a few others uh, in the derby. So I'm going to key off of, of her and the number four horse Nets. But I prefer at a much bigger price, 20 to one hidden connection uh, in the Oaks on, on Friday afternoon.
1: Angels at Red Sox today, Otani on the mound, Rich Hill on the mound, uh, 1.30 start. Any bets you like in this game today?
0: Uh, see, I'm so rattled, Aaron, with this Red Sox team right now. I, I thought <laughs> they were going to start slow, uh, you know, being part of the Red Sox pregame show. I, I think I said in April they're going to be just a couple games under 500, but they would find their way. Last night was another in, like, literally a list of how did they lose those games type of losses. I mean, they, and I don't even blame Alex Cora. Like he, High Bloom did not give Alex Cora a great bullpen. They had to lead the ninth inning. No one could throw strikes. They are finding new ways to lose on a nightly basis. <laughs> so as, as far as today's bets, I'll be interested to see how they show up uh, today after a loss like that. And I would not be surprised to see him get swept out of this series uh, with Otani on the mound. He's been dealing with the injury, but uh, it's going to be a great ticket. sunny afternoon at Fenway Park afternoon game. Otani and, and forced to pick, yeah, I'd be against uh, the Red Sox based on their current form.
2: Yeah, ten and fifteen. It's been a it's been a very slow start for them. Do you think they bounce back? I mean, they were playoff team last year, ALCS last year. Do you think the Red Sox find their way back to contention, or is this could this be a long season up there?
0: They're they're a bad team right now. We keep I keep hearing people say it's only April. They're going to find it if you base it off their their past performance and their Baseball Reference page, I guess. But when you're ten, 10 and fifteen. You're a bad baseball team. The way they'll turn it around, Joe, is going to be moving Garrett Whitlock back to the bullpen. They have him starting. They have nobody back there. Hansel Robles, one of the worst relievers in baseball a year ago, is closing games for them right now. If, if they need serious help in the bullpen. I'm not worried about their offense like Devers, Bogart, J.D. Martinez, Trevor Story. Those guys are going to hit. But, I mean, it's an embarrassment what Alex Cora is going to out of that pen right now because not only are they giving it up, I think they have you – know, I think there are 20 blown saves this year, guys in the ninth inning or later in baseball, the Sox have four. So they have 20% of the blown saves in the ninth inning. Uh, no one else has more than two. They need serious help. This, you're saying is this this group right now, can they bounce back? No. They would have to make some changes in the bullpen, move Garrett Whitlock back there, get some help in the starting rotation.
2: Mott from WEI, we appreciate it on the Roman Guest on. We'll come back, look at the updated home run leaderboard right here on the Beck UL Network.